This is the Incremental Gains Podcast, helping you to improve on yesterday, every day. This podcast is brought to you by Maximum Edge CIC. Maximum Edge deliver training and learning opportunities for individuals who are facing many barriers to progressing and achieving in life. Maximum Edge works with people in workshops and one-to-one sessions to support them to make changes in their lives so they can progress and move forward in fulfilling their full potential. They work with people in local communities and sport with the aim of investing in people, which in turn will help to strengthen communities. For more information, go to MaximumEdge.org.uk. Hello everyone, welcome to today's session. Today we're looking at harnessing creativity. This is a a four-part module. Part one, releasing your creativity. Part two, creative thinking. Part three, don't live with it, improve it. And part four, promoting your creativity. If you listen to this podcast as a standalone podcast, there are going to be some activities that I'm going to ask you to do. I do recommend you have a pen and a piece of paper handy so you can carry out the exercises. Simply just pause the podcast and carry out the exercise. You've downloaded the um, session plan from the uh, Max Edge website, that's maximumedge.org.uk. Then you'll have the PDF in front of you and we'll simply work through exercises. So part one, releasing your creativity. The aims of this session to stimulate personal creativity, to encourage thinking outside the box, and to apply creative thinking to everyday life. When you look at our brain, our brain has a left side and a right side. The left side of our brain will be the logical side. It'll be the side that analyzes things. It'll be the thing that the, the side that likes structure. It likes things in sequence. The right side of the brain is all about our imagination. It's where daydreams come from. It's how we come up with ideas when we brainstorm. This is the side of the brain that we want to start harnessing. As this is the side that holds potential for creativity. So when we look at brainstorming, you're recommended to, to write down so many ideas in a certain amount of time. And at first, the ideas that you put down seem outrageous and silly. But to harness this creativity, you need to have free flow. You need to be not, not thinking about the judgment you're going to get for your ideas. Those ideas need to come out before then you start getting into the swing and coming up with the ideas that you might potentially use. I remember reading um, an author, James Altusha. He's got a book called uh, Reinvent Yourself, uh, but he's, he's written quite a few books um, about this. It's creative thinking. And whenever he has, um, whenever he is inspired to do something new or he comes up with an idea and he has a bit of a mental block, a writer's block, he will write down 20 to 30 ideas in a minute and as preposterous as you can imagine. 
but he says that almost 90% of the time out of those 20 to 30 preposterous unlogistical ideas one will be a little gem so that's a little exercise you can utilise so again the right side of the brain is your creative side your artistic side so we're looking at intuition imagination music art daydreaming this is the side where your emotions are held and the left side is logical analytical your, your mathematical side sequential science lists so what is creativity if you're doing this in a group and you've downloaded the PDF in your groups I want you to make a list of what you think is meant when someone says someone is creative come up with a definition of what you think being creative means if you're doing it on your own simply take a couple of minutes now just to think about and try and write down a definition of what being creative means my opinion and I thought about this before recording the, the episode I think my opinion is on creativity is in whatever medium someone chooses whether that be art martial arts sport it's about someone who expresses themselves openly expresses themselves through their chosen medium I think that's that's the definition I I come up with for creativity and once you come up with that definition I want you to list the sort of things that we use our creativity for so again drawing art cooking gardening playing a sport music you can also think about creativity in terms of getting a job earning money creativity when writing letters creativity when arranging a room arranging the furniture creativity when organizing an event now I want you to look at handout one again if you're doing this on your own and you've not got the supporting PDF printouts then on each each sentence or the beginning of a sentence just a little exercise to try and get you to be more creative and think outside the box a little bit more and it's it's quite a simple word association game but instead of thinking of the obvious things think outside the box a little bit and try and stop the left side of the brain that will answer automatically try and stop that pattern so after each beginning of the sentence I just want you to write down something that is absurd that isn't what should follow so for example my name is my name is David for this example I want you to be as obscure as possible even our thought patterns not necessarily by society but were dictated to by the influences that we have around us as to what is seen as a, a sentence that doesn't look stupid and when you see something that is stupid it doesn't make sense we can't quite compute or register it but this is a practice to try and break the shackles of the left hand side of your brain so for the example given my name is T-junction my name is 
wardrobe. My name is Garden Halls. So as we read through these examples, I want you to just not write the first thing that comes into your head because that will be the conditioned response. So, my name is, I taste like, I smell like, I feel like, I sound like, I look like. A good way of doing this exercise is maybe to give yourself a time constraint on each section. So, my name is, you might give yourself 5 seconds, 10 seconds to write down as many, or just one, or as many alternative things other than your name. So you may write down, I taste like mouldy bread, I smell like burnt popcorn, I feel like sandpaper, I sound like a seagull, I look like a cactus. I went along to some um, media training um, a few months ago and it was done over at Media City Salford. And an exercise that we did on that course to try and harness creativity get out of this right side left hand side brain pattern is we were all stood in a circle and we had to pass ball around the room so it started simply as the yellow ball but it was an imaginary ball it wasn't actually a, a tactile thing that we were handling it was all to do with imagination and remembering so we started off with a yellow ball and we had to pass it left so I will pass it left carrying out all the actions as if it was a real ball and say yellow ball and pass it to the left and then one of the instructors would introduce a different coloured ball for example blue ball and that would get passed down in the opposite direction and so on and so forth and we kept having to if you received the yellow ball you'd pass it to your left if you received the blue ball you'd pass it to your right and you'd just carry on passing it around the room speaking out loud the coloured ball that you got and by the end we had five different coloured balls and um, after the exercise you'd say stop and you had to find out where the balls were around the room who was actually holding each coloured ball and that was an exercise to try and disrupt these patterns of our left hand side brain right side brain to try and harness creativity and after this we did a simple exercise on flip chart work to show how much we could think outside the box and it was very effective so now we're looking at handout two. In handout two, from the examples you listed before, about the things that you could use creativity for, I want you to think about things that you do in your own life and how you can apply creative thinking to them. So using handout two, simply write down four things in your life that you could apply creative thinking to. And I want you to give yourself a time frame as to when you will do it. So when, if for example, one of your examples is cooking the meal, things in my life I can apply creative thinking to are 
cooking. So I will do this when? I will do this at tea time. The next time we make tea, we will try and be a bit more creative. But let's try out a new recipe. Something as simple as that. I'll try out a different cooking technique. I want you to tell right down where you will do it. You're just making yourself a little bit more accountable. So just spend a little bit of time doing this. We're using handout two. If you're not using the downloaded PDFs, simply write down on a piece of paper four things in your life you can apply creative thinking to. When you're going to do it and where you will do it. We will all have barriers when it comes to creative thinking. Whether they're conscious, you know that you're doing them, or whether they're subconscious, we'll all have barriers. So I want you to spend a few minutes now on the same piece of paper, handout two going through some of the barriers that will challenge you, you will face, so that may be time constraints, that may be thinking that you're actually not creative, you're not a creative person, you may have been told that through school, through life, through work, that you're not actually a creative person. So think of four barriers that you're gonna challenge might not be in the right environment to harness creativity. Now as a group, or in pairs, or if you're doing this on your own, just spend a few minutes to go through each barrier listed. Go through each barrier that you've listed and see if they relate to any on handout three. And go through handout three, I'll explain it in a minute for those who aren't doing it off the PDF. Simply fill in how many times you actually do them, never, sometimes or often. And think of a creative activator, something that will have a more positive way to substitute for the negative thinking. So if we look at handout three, creative thinking barriers, this is just a general list. We have time, you're too busy, you don't have any time to be creative. A fear of risk taking. Being creative means trying out new ideas. If they don't work, you may feel like you're gonna look foolish. Perfectionism. If everything has to be perfect in every way, possibly you may feel like it isn't worth trying if you're not gonna be able to achieve perfection. Black and white thinking. There's only one way to do things uncreative self-talk like we mentioned before you may be just not that creative or you feel like you've never been totally creative dismissing creativity i.e. it's wasteful illogical and doesn't make any sense poor environment when I'm in a better place now's not the right time to be creative when things are better I will be creative Another example, don't rock the boat. Making changes will cause upheaval, might upset things. So after every one of those categories, put a little tick around the ones that you've mentioned on handout two. And if there are any that aren't mentioned, fill them in instead. Now write down, if you never do these, if you sometimes do these, or if you often carry out these barriers, 
and next to it in the next column creative thinking activator so things that are going to change your mindset involved in when coming up against these barriers so for example the time constraints a creative thinking activator could be simply to get up earlier fear of risk taking create a mindset win or learn where we've spoke about these plenty of times before where you're not losing you're simply learning the mindset changing from a fixed to a growth mindset Other creative thinking activators could simply be to exercise. Ten fifteen minute exercise or even a walk has been shown to relieve stress and clear the clouds from the mind. With the poor environment example, there's never gonna be a perfect time to do anything. Whether that's start a family, change jobs, finish that bathroom, there's never gonna be a perfect time. So just take action now. So there are plenty different activators that could start to harness creative thinking. The needs, you need to have the right mindset to start doing it, you need to be in the right environment. So create these activators to allow you to harness creativity. So spend a few minutes now thinking about the different activators that you could do, you could implement to help harness creativity. Once you finish this handout, if you're doing it in groups, talk to the group and discuss you may be able to bounce ideas off each other and steal ideas from each other as to how they have come up with activating and spinning the positive from the negative now as a bit of homework keep a diary of how often you catch yourself using the barriers Obviously, it's not an exhaustive list, but each one of them, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, each one of those nine barriers are the most generalised ones, and we will be using them a lot of the time during our lives. So keeping a little journal is a really good idea. You can also write in this journal how you've applied the creative thinking to task you've chosen. So the different ways you could apply the creative thinking is you may think through your day, sit there with your journal and think through the day. So the first thing you do is get up. So you could, creative thinking, you could change the way you get up in the morning, maybe change your alarm, change what time you get up, change your morning routine. Also changing your routine before you go to bed. More creative thinking, if you're waking up every morning, you're tired, can't seem to get energy. Be a bit more creative with it, think about what is it? Is it waking up that 10 minutes extra? Is it pressing snooze on your alarm? Is it your diet? You could be a little bit more creative about what you have for your breakfast, the food that you're eating. Again, creativity can be used in all sorts of different ways. So the way you're creative with your money, with your income, what do you spend your money on creative with the food that you buy? Whether that means you're doing it to be able to save a, a few pounds every month. You need to be a little bit more creative with what you buy, what your meals are going to be. Alternatively, in work, you'd be a little bit more creative to maybe increase productivity. So, 
I've read in some books, um, some business books, they may carry out the morning meeting stood up so people don't become unmotivated because they sat down for half an hour every morning. The morning meeting is done stood up for no longer than two minutes. Simple tactics like this just to, again it's a creative way of trying to build productivity. So that concludes releasing your creativity. I hope you enjoyed the session and uh, we'll see you for part two. Harnessing creativity with Maximum Edge. Part two, creative thinking. The end of the session to practice generating new ideas and to show how easy it is to react negatively to new ideas. We always look for negatives. The way our mind works, we will always look for evidence of the negative. And we will also create a criteria to help you decide which ideas to use. Like we said before, once you come up with these 10, 20 different ideas, you're not going to use each one. You need to be a criteria to filter out the bad ideas and the ones that just aren't logistical. So the first activity I want you to carry out. I want you to think of a 12 inch ruler, a 30 centimetre ruler. Or pick another practical object, this is just an example. In a group, or if you're working on your own, think outside the box, think of something else that it could be used for apart from its designed purpose. So a ruler is used for measuring or drawing lines. If you're in a group, each person around the room, think of a different use for the ruler. So some ideas could be a back scratcher, a paint mixer, a drumstick, a baton, a shoehorn, a fly swat. So spend a few minutes just carrying out this exercise. So now you've just used your imagination to, to generate lots of ideas and start using that right hand side of your brain. Now I want you to look at handout one. There are seven statements. Statement one. What could you do if you got to a venue and there was no sockets for your projector to plug into? Two. What could you do if you were booked for a session with 50 candidates but only five turned up? Three, what could you do to reduce your living costs if you were in debt? Four, what could you do if you came across two neighbours having an argument? Five, what could you do to prepare yourself for a job interview? Six, what could you do if you were made homeless? Seven, what could you do if you wanted to avoid mixing with a group of people who were a bad influence on you? Now choosing one of these topics from the handout, if you're working in groups or on your own, give yourself five minutes to write down as many ideas as possible on how you would answer the question. When you've done this, share your ideas with the group. We'll come back to handout one a little bit later on. Now think back to a time when you had a new idea or a change you wanted to make in your life. It might have been at work, at home, or even a change of routine. And I want you to think about all the people you told about this change. <clears throat> and I want you to write down all the negative responses that you had. Now think about and write down all the positive comments 
and all the positive responses that you remember getting. Now as you look at them on the piece of paper, you probably notice that there's more negatives than positives. That's because we find it easier to remember the negative responses. We always look for evidence of the negative. An interesting book, Daniel Kahneman, Thinking Fast and Slow, he talks about we have an experience in self and a remembering self. And if the last portion of any experience we designated as bad or unhelpful or negative, then we would remember the whole experience as bad. So it may be that when you've had these changes or new ideas, it may have been perceived as really positive, but you may have just received a few negative remarks and that will tarnish the whole actual perception of your idea, simply from a few negative comments. From those negative comments, we seek to look for evidence of further negatives to justify why it's negative in the first place. Most people have been conditioned to receive and to give negative responses. So we don't tend, we tend to give less consideration to the positive side of things. Just discuss now in groups or have a think about on your own. What effect do you think this has on what we do and how we live? And how we live in society as a whole? Now I want you to look at handouts two and three. The next stage requires you to decide what idea or what combination of ideas to use. Like we said before, when you come up with all these brilliant ideas, how do you separate which ones are the good ones and which ones aren't? To do this, you need to create some sort of criteria. So looking at what's most important to, to allow you to achieve what you want. So handout two, I want you to discuss the example given. So handout two, what could you do if you were asked to prepare activities to occupy a group of children for four hours in one room? So the example that you're given is the most important things for this task would be to ensure health and safety, make sure the activities will be enjoyed by everyone, provide something which aids their learning and development, Doing something which produces an end product for them to take away. Providing something active which gives an outlet for their high energy levels. And the activities must suit or be adaptable to the limited space. So discuss these. Which one of them or what order would you put them in importance? Now what I would like you to do is go back to handout one. And whichever example you chose, using handout three, I want you to write down a criteria list and decide which idea best fits. So on handout three, I want you to write down what the most important things are about the exam about the task that you chose on handout one. And I want you to write down the idea or combination of ideas which best meets the above criteria. 
so you might write down. The most important things are, for example, one, what could you do if you got to a venue and there was no sockets for your projector to plug into? So the most important things are, either you need electricity from somewhere else, generator, you may need batteries, or the most important thing is the actual content, not the presentation itself, but the content. So the most important things are, is that you know the content. So you may be able, may be able to deliver the presentation without the use of a projector. may be able to draw the slides onto a flip chart paper. You may simply be able to change rooms. So think about the most important things about that example. And then the idea or combination of ideas which best meets the above criteria. Now once you've completed that task, ask yourself how you got on. Ask yourself, what criteria did you set? So what criteria was it? Was it that you you needed to go ahead with the presentation and your final electricity? Or was the criteria simply that it wasn't, the projector wasn't the issue, the content of the presentation was the most important thing? Was deciding the criteria difficult? Did it help to decide what idea or combination of ideas to use? How useful do you think you would find using this process in real life? And finally, can you think of a problem or a situation in which you might use it? Now as homework, simply apply this method of creative thinking to a problem or something you would like to do in the coming week. Maybe something as as simple as finding the time to go food shopping when you, you have to look after your kids. Managing time. It may be you've got a project in the house, replacing bathroom roof, changing a light socket, but there's a problem that surrounding it that means that you need to carry out the task and go through this process of finding a criteria that fits. So I hope you enjoyed today's session and we'll see you in part three. Part three of Harnessing Creativity with Maximum Edge. Don't live with it, improve it. So the aims of the session are to motivate participants to use their creativity to improve their situation, to raise awareness of how creativity can be used in everyday life, and to practice using creativity to improve personal situations. Now being creative involves taking risks, doing things differently, making mistakes and learning from experience. So for the first task, think of something that you've tried to do in the past, a problem you've attempted to solve or a mistake you have made. And we want to know what you've learned from it. Write one or two of them down, or follow the examples below. So what I tried to do, i.e. cook a meal for my partner and the family. 
next column, what I learned. So maybe you learned how much effort goes into making a successful meal. <clears throat> maybe you learned how hard your partner works if she is the one who regularly cooks the food in your house. Some personal examples are we grew vegetables in a veggie patch in the garden last year. And I learned so much about the process in growing veg, what conditions are needed to best suit each individual type. I learned the different ways they grew and how the food was produced, something that I'd never known before. Now share one problem with the group. Now answer the following questions. What does your experience show about the value of taking risks? Attempting something new and making mistakes. For me personally, making mistakes and attempting something new is always an opportunity for growth. Having that growth mindset, not fixed. Do you feel reluctant about sharing mistakes you made? Why? There's a value in sharing mistakes. There's no blueprint for life. Everyone's still trying to figure things out. You may be able to learn off other people. It makes me laugh because everyone thinks that they're a unique snowflake, but every problem you've ever had, everything you've ever tried to do, everything you've ever achieved has been done before. You're talking about 1% of the population may achieve something that has never been done before problems you are going through and the things you've experienced yes they're important to you I'm not saying they're not but other pe people in the past ancient history people will have experienced those things before and they will do again or achieve those things and they will do again it's important to show your experiences So activity one, handout one. Creative thinkers will always ask themselves, how can this be improved? I've been listening to a lot of Tim Ferriss podcasts recently and he has, asks himself the question, if he comes up with a problem or anything that he can't quite get his head around, he will ask himself, if this were easy, what would it look like? If this was easy, what would it look like? And that flips things around in his mind to be able so he can think outside the box a little bit more. If it was easy, because we tend to make things more complicated, but if this was easy, what would it look like? So maybe it might be a useful exercise to ask yourself that question. Think about a plain cardboard box, either on your own or work in a group. Come up with a better designed box which looks more attractive and is protective enough to send glass items in the post. Use handout one to work through this process. So on handout one, what I want to improve is, the problem with this is, Ideas to improve it are
and what are you actually going to do to improve it. So what we're doing here is asking ourselves different questions to try and establish what needs to be improved, what are the flaws in the previous design. So we're using this example as a cardboard box, but we can also use this in situations and relationships that we find ourselves in. So now, using handout one again, or those headings that I read out before, this time use it for a different area of your life. So we've spoke about all the different areas of your life, whether that be home life, work, social life, relationships. Can you spot something in any of those areas that could be improved to make life more satisfying? Maybe an improvement to a relationship, i.e. communication. Maybe more relaxation time. Maybe to be more productive in work. Creating more space in a room in your house. With one of these things, one of these examples, use handout one to answer the first two statements. So what I want to improve is, and the problem with this is, now if you're working in groups, or you're doing this as a classroom based activity, work in groups to answer question three. The areas to improve it are, sorry, ideas to improve it are. And then now come back on your own and answer question four. What I am going to do to improve it is, think about, should you fear making mistakes when attempting something new? Do you look at what you can improve in your life or do you just live with uncomfortable situations? Should you give up when you make mistakes? Why and why not? Thomas Edison, who invented the light bulb, had a th over, th over a thousand failed attempts at his invention. When asked about this, his reply was that the light bulb was a thousand step solution. It took a thousand steps for him to finally get it right. So the light bulb was a thousand step solution to the problem. It's an interesting way of looking at things. Now share with the group what you've chosen to improve and how and when you intend to do this. It's important that we get used to sharing our ideas. It will build your confidence so you can use the creative approach for any other area of life you want to improve. Thank you and we'll see you in part four. Part four of Harnessing Creativity with Maximum Edge. Promoting your creativity. So the aims of this session are to understand the necessity to promote new ideas to learn how to describe the advantages of an idea and to practice promoting an idea.
Have you ever proposed what you thought was a good idea and had it ignored? Ask yourself how did it feel? Sometimes people have really good ideas but they're simply brushed aside or ignored. That could make the person who proposed the idea feel isolated and make them think that creativity is no good or that there is little point in others or that there is little point if others do not listen. It goes back to the barriers that we discussed before. Can create that self-talk. So to counteract this, we all need to acquire skills in selling our ideas. So people resist ideas for many reasons. It may not be completely understood. There may be a dislike of change. People may feel threatened. It may not seem like a new idea, so people pass it off. And the way you present it might have not come across very enthusiastic, so people will just dismiss it straight off the bat. Can you think of any other reasons? So now, using handout one, my idea. Think about an idea in any aspect of your life that you have and you want to introduce to other people. Could be anything. Using, that, using handout one, describe the idea and what the benefits will be. But you're going to use these to persuade other people who it may involve. So it may affect your family if it's your home life, it may affect colleagues if it's an idea at work. You do want to try and persuade these people that it's a good idea and you want to get their support. <clears throat> So handout one, simply describe your idea, use simple words and sentences, why it is necessary and why you are so enthusiastic about it. And then write down the benefits and advantages of it and include how it will benefit anyone who is involved. At the bottom there's a checklist. To make sure you've included everything to make your idea as persuasive as possible. So what are the advantages for others? Make it workable. Believe in it. Be enthusiastic with the language that you use. And your body language. Think about how others might see your idea. Make it relevant. Ask yourself why is this new approach necessary and help others to visualise it. Again, coming back to language and the way you put your points across. Now, once you've finished this, working together, practice selling your idea. So using your notes on handout one, use role play to sell your idea to each other. Now the person who you're selling it to isn't just going to sit there doing nothing. I want you to give feedback on how well you do and how you might have been more persuasive. <clears throat> and if you didn't understand the idea, put that across as well. This will make the other person better. If you can't understand it, then somebody else won't. 
what might have helped to be more persuasive. Now do the same again with a different partner, so it's fresh for them. You'll probably, you'll probably find it, it'll be easy the second time around. And remember, every single idea you present isn't going to be accepted. But thinking through an idea and making sure you've got all your ducks in a row, using that little checklist at the bottom, this, this will probably give you the greater chance of your ideas being accepted. So homework. Take time to think through the issues and advantages of one of your ideas in full. Then in the coming week, present the idea you have, whether it be to a loved one, a family member, or a work colleague, or your manager. Probably better off starting with a small idea, using this process just to see how you get on. And then as your confidence builds, go for the big idea, the game changer. So thank you for listening and working through harnessing creativity with Maximum Edge. I hope you got a lot out of the session. Please, if you have any feedback, go to the website maximumedge.org.uk and please leave a comment. Alternatively, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Maximum Edge CIC, and leave a review. Be honest, tell us how good it was or how bad it was. Thank you very much for listening. And we'll see you soon.